Hey everyone, welcome back to the CAF Commons podcast, where we get down to the nitty-gritty aspects of student life. New main episodes come out every other Monday, and new sub-series episodes come out on the Wednesdays in between. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, don't forget to drop a follow on our Instagram, at CAF Commons Podcast. Enjoy! Hey everyone, welcome back to another Cafeteria Conversation! Today is our fourth episode of Girl Talk, so we thought we would talk about some women in media that we've seen because, I mean, there are, there's lots of women in media, but there's also a lot of different types of representation. Very mm. true, very true. Yeah, so I thought we could start from the beginning, like women we saw in media as kids. Mm. I think at that point it was more like girls in media. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, Because yeah. like... I, the one woman I can remember growing up in media was like Meredith Blank from The Parent Trap. So that was not really like, I mean, I guess, I mean, like me now, I can, I I was like, yeah, she's cool. Like, you know what, do what you got to do, girl. But like as a kid, <laughs> obviously she was painted as the, the, the antagonist. Yeah. So I didn't really like her, but I forgot about these, these ones. I don't know who, I know Ella probably might know them because I think we might've talked about them before. You remember the girls from Totally Spies? I didn't watch all these movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was... Okay. Yes. They were everything I wanted to be, and yes. like more. I wanted their gadgets and like I wanted, I wanted their shoes. That was so cool. Yeah, they were so cool, and they were like, I would say they were pretty like good girl characters. Like I thought they were pretty mm-hmm. accurate. Like looking back on them now, like they were smart. They were cool. They could fight. I was like. Dang, I want I want to I want to run around in like a solid colored go go suit and fight criminals. Yeah, yeah. As like a kid, those were like the common tropes I watched as a kid, which was pretty good. It was like um, high school girls that would turn into superheroes by night, like with the secret identity, you know, yeah. like Wings Club. Totally oh spies. yeah, that's kind of so like the like... um like they were they they would go to school, average school girls in the morning. Yeah, and then they go home and their housemate was like a magic person. No one knew, but they were so like great, you know, like yeah. What does that say? When they get bullied and it'd be like, then they have to save the bully during like a problem, and then the bully would thank them, and I'd be like, you don't know, you don't even know, you don't know, but I know. know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and I think um, I wasn't really the other the only other like TV shows that I can remember like really being invested in as a child was like the Next Step. If anyone remembers that show from Family Channel. The dancing one, yeah. Oh, I, I was watching clips on YouTube the other day. Um, if you watch them back, they're it's it's really hard to watch because it's really embarrassing. To yeah, I rewatched it. I rewatched like from season one to season four, um, like by YouTube video a while back, and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I was this invested in this show. But like, it was. It's weird to think that they were like our age too. Yeah, like. They were high school students, and now we're high school students. Yeah, I think that's one thing, is, like, looking back on um, the media that you consumed as a child, uh, especially ones that, like we said, were taking place, like, you were high school girls doing all this stuff, and you think about, like, dang, like, we're their age or even possibly older than them, Mm -hmm. and it's a really weird concept to, like, think about. Like, I'm not a superhero. I don't mean, like, as a vigilante. Um, What am I doing? do you know the show 16 it's like a bunch of it's, like oh, a, group, yes, a, yes, it's yes. a group of teenagers and they all hang out the mall like every episode yeah, i watched yeah, that yeah. at the age of four because my parents thought it was like a regular cartoon it's not it's really inappropriate for a four-year-old it is so, like surpassing them in age last year was super strange because i was like i don't have a job at the mall i don't work at a lemon you know oh. but, but it's nice because you know you get to see the whole friend group how they all interact and i guess it's i don't want to say it's like ours but <laughs> No, we yeah. have that sense of like friendship, and it's 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 fun to see. Cause back then, you know, as a kid, it's always oh, you have to only hang out with girls, or you know, it's weird if you hang out with guys. You're right. like cast if you do. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Seeing that growing up, and then getting that friend group that's like mixed. You know, it's not just oh, girls. Yeah, yeah, not that yeah, there's yeah. a problem with it, but it was always it didn't give me that sense of restriction in my friends. Cause mm. I know some people do. You know, like oh, you hang out with boys. Aren't you afraid of cooties? Like. <laughs> 
That was never a thing for me. I don't know. I think we had. I remember the cheese touch, but that was never gender specific. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You know another one that reminded me of sixteen. Um, this is probably one of the most inaccurate portrayals of like not only just girls but like everything. But total drama, Revenge of the Island. I rewatched that on Netflix. Drama. I'm sorry, Total Drama Island. Yeah. Oh, oh, Island oh. was a spinoff. Sorry. Oh wow. I rewatched Total Drama Island like during quarantine last year, <laughs> and like I think they're pretty. I would think they're a pretty good example of where you see in a lot of media where like, and this is they didn't just do this with the girls. They did this with the guys as well. That's why I'm saying like it's not just them, but they did like that typical like this character has one personality trait, like the mean girl, the dumb girl. The weird girl, the smart girl, the goth girl. Like, they did those um, tropes. Mm-hmm. And I think what it, as a kid, you kind of, like, internalize that as, like, okay, so out of all of these one-dimensional traits, which one do I want? Because I remember, like, heavily, heavily aspiring towards, like, this specific facet of a girl. Like, when you're... It's kind of like when you watch a TV show. Yeah, and then there's, like, t- like, like, two distinct... Or, like, yeah. the distinct, like stereotypes each character fits into and then you're like okay which one do i want to be because i can't be both i gotta be one of them it's like yeah like i carly like carly and sam do you want to be carly like the girly girl like fun everyone likes her or sam like the like the badass like scary like tomboy girl you gotta which one same with victorious like you had uh cat valentine (laughs) oh man Tori, what was her last Vega. name? Vega, yeah. And you had Jade West. I wanted to be Jade West. I still have She was like <laughs> my childhood girl crush. I like, she was so cool to me. But yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of interesting to think that like you're kind of presented with this tray of options and you're like, okay, which one do I want to be? Because as every kid, you when you consume media, mm-hmm. you're like, who am I trying to aspire to be? Because mm-hmm. these are like, I don't know, like inspiration. I don't know. You don't have, pers- yeah. like, I don't know. As a kid, you don't have a personality. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, oh my god we, okay kind of off topic but one time someone told me they were i reminded them of cat valentine so when i watched sam and cat i was very confused <laughs> because, oh. <laughs> I, do you do you ever like there are probably definitely people at everyone's school where they wanted to be cat valentine yeah and they they like talk yes. like cat they laugh her laugh <laughs> <laughs> like, i wanted to be like her good. but then i realized like it's so much work <laughs> yeah, yo props to Ariana Grande for like playing that character because like I've seen I've watched behind the scenes stuff where like you see her flip in and out of that character and yeah. I'm like if, I, if I was down. Ariana Grande I probably would quit like second day on the job <laughs> oh true 100% oh I know she's um, talking about like her dyeing her hair all the time yeah and she will bald yeah. yeah like she had a lot of hair mm-hmm. that was crazy oh another one with all like the different types of like girl tropes My Little Pony um oh like fluttershy was true. like the like the really dainty like oh i'm so sh- i don't know i'm so weak shy. and somebody save me and then and then rainbow Dash is like i'm gonna save you fluttershy and then there's applejack and then and then rarity oh i love rarity i thought she i, I like rarity. i really liked her mane it was like it was like yes her, yeah <laughs> um twilight sparkles i didn't really like i i think the main characters and all this like Twilight Sparkles is a Tori girl. Vega of My Little Pony. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no. But, like, I just remember, like, I don't, I didn't just, just, okay, I definitely watched My Little Pony later than most people did because I used to, my, yeah, like, same. I have a family friend that's, like, a little kid, right? And you watch little kids shows and they're, like, little kid friends. Yeah. And they would always want to watch My Little Pony. And then I'd sit there and be like, and then when I actually invest, like, like me in, like, elementary school, with a couple, like, five-year-olds watching My Little Pony. And I was like, I was invested. I was like, no, Rarity, don't do that. You're going to die. Don't fly up there. You should know no, by now. No, it was good. Yeah. Like, okay, okay remember that you one where- Did Equestria Girls? Like, the one Twilight moved over to the other mm-hmm. universe and they became, they like, sort of people. human? No. What? Yes. They become- okay, yeah, it got more tropey that way. I think it was it was like yeah, high school girl trope, you know. But they're horses, bully, and then they become friends. It's they're kind of like right. become humanish. That's kind of yeah. that's unsettling. Like, see, <laughs> I don't know the idea of Twilight Sparkle right, walking around as like like a half human half. No, but they're kind of cute. I don't. I don't. I don't. Were they like centaurs? 
It's no, no. It's no, like they're like it's walking like, humans. It's just they have the wings. They did they have the horns? You I know, like Ever After High or like Monster High. Oh, okay, like okay, like okay. a like horse, but like that. Tight. Did they have like a okay, tail okay. and mane still? Like was their mane just their Not, hair? Don't yeah, they just had hair. They I think. Mane, okay. But they had the hair, yeah. Man, I kind of want to watch My Little Pony now. <laughs> you know, okay. I feel like because when okay, I don't know if you guys because none of you have sisters, but. Maybe this happened when you were younger with with your other like girlfriends, um, but I remember my sister and I. Whenever we would watch something, we would always have to pick the character we wanted to be. And you would like, and in in, in a lot of children's media, there was always like one girl who was um, quite clearly coded to be the favorite girl of all of them. Mm-hmm. And like me and my sister mm-hmm. would fight over who got to be what character. I don't know what we were being, but yeah. we would fight over it. And like, and they would they would so always intense. say the like the quote unquote bad girl was not actually like it's fine. They're not even that bad. You, you could totally be them. Or like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You had, like if you were like recreate like I don't know. I I don't know if you guys did this, but like as little kids, me and my friends wanted to like recreate scenes. There's yes, a time. Yes, there was a time where yes. I wanted to be a director, and then and then I'd always oh get goodness. stuck with like like they'd always want that one character that's like the one girl that's like the it girl you know like the cool girl and then there's always gonna be like that random like i don't know like the side character girl they're like you know she's yeah. not even that bad you could totally be her like, like i totally worry. think you'd be her yeah yeah, 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 it's, yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, it's like i wanted to be her first but i think she fits you more like i'm sacrificing oh her and, and I'm like, yes girl, oh, oh my god. god what why are we gaslighting at the age of six what is this <laughs> In third grade, my friends and I used to fully like role play Monster High. Like, I got <laughs> oh my god, Dracula! And then my friend, my friend chose. Were you Kino a Dracula herself. person? Were you a Dracula? I was. I was like, yeah. So, but my friend chose Cleo for herself, but she was like the mean one, right? Cleo was like arguably one of my favorite characters. So, like, looking. She was back, a good Cleo. character, yeah. So, but she picked her for herself, and then she gave her other friend Frankie. So, Loki was like such a bully every day. Frankie, <laughs> Frankie was the Frankie was the Tori Vega monster. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there was always a Tori Vega of like one of those. Like, okay, wait, Ever After High two. With I don't remember. I guess the... Apple White. Oh, true, true. The oh, okay, I know. Is that supposed to be there? Snow White? Snow White's daughter. They're oh, like the, the yeah, yeah, children. Yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine like <laughs> I think it's funny that Snow White had a kid and was like, yeah, apple. I ate an apple one time. That's <laughs> <laughs> your name. <laughs> like, you know that? Okay, does anyone know that Harry Potter meme about? No, you don't. But to any listener about how Harry in the in the epilogue hey spoiler if you haven't read harry potter series whatever uh at the end harry has a kid named albus severus and there's this meme that goes around harry has a kid isn't he 12 (laughs) yeah it's an epilogue yeah it's an epilogue and he's 18 by the end of the books and he has a kid no, he has a kid. It's ten years later, so he's oh, like in his late twenties. So okay. Yeah, and and people make jokes because like he picked the two like arguably worst names after maybe like Cho Chang in the Harry Potter series to like attach to his kid. Okay, never mind. Again, yeah, no. <laughs> maybe there's a listener who knows what meme I'm talking about, but it's like that with the names of uh, the Ever After High people. The only one that I can remember having a good name was Cerise. Oh, I love that. You know what? I really liked Ever After High. Because that was like. Well, it was really well made. From Martin Riding Hood. It was good because I feel like it focused. Because they had the split between the royals and the rebels, but it focused a lot on the rebels. Like, they even had the royals sometimes convert to rebels because it was like, choose your own destiny. Yeah, I, okay, Ever After High was great. I And I liked their shoes a lot more than I liked the shoes in Monster High. Wait, I want to go back yeah. to the wolf thing. The wolf ha- Was she a wolf or is she like a half wolf, half human? She's like a werewolf. She like, was she half because wolf. Little Red Riding Hood ended up falling in love with the big bad wolf and they had a kid. Is and that like for real? Yeah. Is that for real? Like, does that actually happen in the... No, no, it's so it's no. <laughs> I think Little Red Riding Hood ended up being like a rebel, which is why people were like shunning her. Or, and then because she married a kid wolf, was like and had a kid with it. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe people didn't know about it. I think it was a secret, so that's why she always had the hood on to hide her ears. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Wanted yeah. Her, that's she what wanted it was. That's to what protect was. her mom's I remember reputation. That. I remember, and then yeah. Cheshire Cat's daughter saw her. Yes. Cheshire, from the, the the weird cat with the weird eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who who King that thing have a kid right? with? I don't know. I don't know. Some of them just have kids. Okay. Yeah, like, it was just... Okay, wait, speaking of the whole, like, um, kids of the fairy tales, because fairy tales are a big part, um, 
I want to talk about fairy tales. So first, I want to talk about Descendants. Did anyone here watch Descendants, no. the Disney original movie? Because no. I, I, okay, again during quarantine, I like rewatched all of them, and I, I thought, you know, because those movies were made pretty recently. Like the third one came out in 2019, I think, and I was like, you know what, Disney's moved past the trope girls and the the singular dimension. Because like we have like we have Elsa, we had Merida, like we have yeah. these progressive princesses. No. Oh. oh what kind of but just not what like it was kind of it was kind of a little bit more in-depth girls but it was still it still felt very flat to me especially in the like latter movies because it still was about like a boy fighting over oh. a boy yeah well not fighting over a boy but it, like the first one was good because it was about like the main character gaining her own independence and becoming who she wants to be and i was like yeah and then let's I mean, you know what? It was kind of good. It was just no, like they were good films. I just feel like it felt very like um high school stage play shallow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you like look back at a lot of things we watched, a lot of it was like two kind of opposite girls and one guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It was marketed watching... towards girls. That's how it would be. But mm. if it was marketed towards both genders, it would just be like a group of mostly boys and then two girls. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you think about that, or like sometimes even less, like that's, maybe that's for like more younger groups, but like usually I mean, that's how they compose it. Outer Banks. Oh my goodness, don't get me started on Outer Banks. Um, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the majority of the audience is, like, teen girls, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of, it kind of fits, like, I, okay, one, out, it kind of, I, go, I really go hate, off, go off. I really hate that it plays into, like, the, the like, the cattiness, or, like, the, like, the pettiness of, like, girls, like, oh my god, Sarah Cameron, and whatever that girl's name, I, what is their beef, oh my gosh. Oh, Kira. And it's, Kira? Kira, oh, I don't know, and, and it's just like, oh, you invite me to a birthday party. Yeah, the Maybe. beef ended up being so... Yeah. yeah, like, they had so much more potential to do something, like, with their character. Because, like, here's the thing. As much as I crap on that show, like, Sarah Cameron, I feel like she was an, a decent, accurate representation of, like, your middle, upper-class 16-year-old girl. So, like, I'm not saying she needed to have all this trauma, but I definitely agree, like, they could have done more with her yeah. conflict with Kiara. Like, I... Sarah Cameron and Kiara, whatever... I, why are you reading? Is it Kiara? Is it really? Where is Kira? Because I can call her Key. Okay, yeah. Okay, Sarah and Key. I'm gonna call her Key because okay, yeah. okay. like they—they're pretty. Like they were likable characters. Like I like they were probably yeah, like in, in the, the shows beginning. right now. Their characters are one of the like on the top of the list of like semi accurate. You know, like not semi accurate, like pretty accurate. You know, like Kiara yeah, was like, yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. the turtles. Oh, hoo hoo. Um, yeah, you know, and then Sarah. Yeah, she was like, pretty. Oh, like they were, they were like, I don't know. I don't want to say realistic, but they were. I don't know. They were kind of realistic. From the crimes we get, they weren't terrible. Yeah, they they made the show enjoyable. They John B. the Tori Vega of Outer Banks. <laughs> oh my god. Um. The, no, the thing is, like, I'm fine with conflict like that. But the thing is, the problem is, is it's always girls. Like, I feel like it gets lazy with girls. Yeah, it's like, what you can know? we do to make like, these the way two... they made up mm -hmm. was just that's true. Because yeah. then you had the other conflict with the guys. He fully, like, what destroyed his... The jet ski thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that like, was so much more interesting to watch. Finding out their conflict was so anticlimactic. It felt lazy, you know? Like, yeah, it was, it was yeah. just conflict that's to it? be conflict. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then Because okay. apparently that's what girls do. Like, oh, yeah. small things and then their friendships fall apart. Yeah, and, and it's always over very small things. Like, it's never mm -hmm. anything really... I don't know. But, you know what? I wouldn't even mind the small conflict because I've re if I'm remembering the show correctly, like didn't they shove Sarah and Key on a boat together and make them like kind of make up? I feel like if you're gonna give something a conflict between two characters that comes off as small, do something to show why it was such a big deal. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be mad if it was like if there was like a deeper reason to why she was so hurt by not being invited to the birthday party, but they didn't do that. They, the guys kind yeah. of treated the conflict very trivially. They were just like, you know, just get along, man. Like, mm -hmm. exactly. Get on a boat, like put on bikinis, like go, go chill. And it's like, oh, so because then it solidifies the fact that it was very petty conflict. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. No depth. Mm, we can yeah, start talking yeah. about like current shows now that we've moved on to Outer Banks, or because we mm. kind of touched bases on a lot of them. Children current. Show? Um. Okay. I don't know, but I don't know about like shows. I'm gonna sidetrack us just a tiny bit because, mm-hmm. like, for me, growing up and now, a lot of my female role models were like book characters oh yeah so i want to talk about hermione granger and annabeth chase because i feel like they were i know you guys didn't like read those books so i'm gonna keep it as brief as possible but like i think they were the two girls that i can remember growing up were like every book nerd's role model because like you had this like hermione was from a lower class like lower in the book right like she was she was from two human parents who had no magic she was always bullied and then she becomes like one of the most powerful witches of her age and she's so smart and like all this cool stuff i i just remember thinking like against all the odds like she was a very powerful um female role model to a lot of young girls and then very similarly i would say with annabeth chase uh again very smart girl although i would say that both of them kind of fell into that similar trope of like not like other girls mm, yeah i don't feel like they necessarily i don't think that they ever really put down other girls um but the idea was there but but like yeah like you had the scene well at least in harry potter you have the scene where hermione like she's going to the ball and she comes down and like she's all like made up and you have that very uh typical scene where the the girl who never wears makeup who's kind of like quote unquote ugly not like ugly but like you mm-hmm. know not always dressed like they're ready to walk a runway and then you're like and then suddenly the guy notices her like oh yeah i really i really hate tropes like that where you can't really be i guess smart or powerful yet be girly at the same time like yeah do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. one i don't for example mean girls like katie couldn't be smart if she was pretty you know what i mean yeah like there's there's a lot more to it but when she was like in order to be smart in order to be pretty you know like i'm sorry in order to be pretty and cool she had to be stupid you know what i mean like she was failing her mouth on purpose but then as soon as she like stops trying to be girly she shows up in like the mathlete's outfit then that's when she's smart like yeah and the only other girl in the mathlete's team was like so like costumed to to be like nerdy yeah yeah like uh i don't know as, as I, I don't know, I always felt like, oh, I, I can't be girly if I'm going to be smart, but then I can't be smart if I want to be girly, so I got to pick one, you know? Like, mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. no one was like, you got to pick one right now or else you're going to... But it was, like, in my it mind. It felt like that. Know? Like, it was yeah. in your mind. Like, thinking about, oh, if you want to be perceived as, like, a feminine girly person, then you can't really be smart because look at all the mm-hmm. smart girls. They're not girly. And look at all the girly girls. They're not smart. But one yeah. one movie that I did like that talk like kind of went with it was um Legally Blonde, Elwood's mm-hmm. okay because she was allowed to be girly and like I like not I don't want to say ditzy but she she wasn't like 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 a nerd constantly twenty four seven yet she was smart she performed well she she was really she was- a smart character yeah yeah so it it was like I don't know it's one of the only characters that I can think of that was girly like didn't didn't like make being girly a bad thing and didn't make being smart a bad thing you know what i mean because yeah. normally in like i don't know when you have shows about like a smart girl usually the girly girl is like the bad girl like the like the the protagonist yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. and if you have a movie about like a girly girl the nerd is like the antagonist you know what i mean or or if or if there's you know like protagonist character that's girly and feminine usually she's also really dumb and that's like mm-hmm. a humor point of her character mm-hmm. i was i was gonna say i think the progression of girls has kind of changed because okay i'm gonna give big props to rick reardon because like he had mm-hmm. i remember um there's a character in his series in percy jackson and a lot of his series like i i think he does a really good job of being inclusive with all different types of minorities but in a way that doesn't come out really tokenistic. But I remember when I was reading it, because everyone um, on that age group wanted to be like Annabeth Chase, like this smart, like powerful girl, which like she was. But he also really highlighted um, this other female character who was the daughter of Aphrodite. Like there were actually, there were two, hold on, there were two that were the daughter of Aphrodite. And in, even in the books, they were always kind of viewed as like weaker because like 
you know, the daughter of the goddess of love and beauty can't possibly like be strong and, and all this stuff. But he, he gave them both power in their own rights without necessarily making them shed um, their femininity and their, their, um, their beauty. Like in a sense, like, like they were both powerful and smart and intelligent characters that were still beautiful in, in that, I guess, typically girly way. But they, at the same time, it didn't bring down the other characters who weren't like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really good. Like, they never, I never felt like he was pitting the two types of girls against each other. It was, like, if we're bringing back that analogy of, like, you girls are kind of given this table of, or sorry, not this, this tray of different tropes you could be. I found out with his books, there were a lot of, like, you felt like you could be both. Like, you could pick smart and beautiful. And I, I, I thought that was really it was really nice to have growing yeah. up because you're like, I could be, like, if I want to be this character, I could be smart, beautiful, powerful, strong, and independent. And it's like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. like there's no competition between, like, I guess, the two tropes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the whole, like, girly girls versus nerdy girls really, I don't know. It really, it really gets... To me. I don't know. It, it, it annoys mm-hmm. me a lot just because you can kind of see it um, still being a thing at like the old age of like 17, 18. You can still you can still see people like, I don't know, like believing that system of like nerds are ugly, mm-hmm. but dumb well, girls are pretty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you, did see you it guys in... read Babysitter's Club? Um, no. A bit of it, I think. Okay, it was like the whole friend group was a different trope, but they got along. But then they had this one, like, one time they had a fight, and then, like, the fashionistas of the group were on one side, and then the tomboy and the shy one were on one side, and that was really sad. But I still really liked Babysitter's Club. I just... It was good because I think it was well-written conflict for, I think, middle schoolers. Okay. Oh, wait! Did, did anyone watch that show, like, um, My Babysitter's a Vampire? With that one, one episode, oh. I never watched it because it I it looks very like. Oh, uh... there was um there was one vampire who used to be like a nerd, and then she became <laughs> a vampire and she got hot or something, and then she wasn't a nerd. And then mm. when they would go on their missions, she would say some really smart thing, and everybody would be like, um, how did you know that? And then and then she was like, I'm smart, y'all. I used to be a nerd, or like, oh know. oh okay wait that sounds like oh uh, what is it called. Vampire Academy. Did anyone watch Vampire Academy? I okay, that's like the one and only vampire movie I watched like six times. But same exact thing happened. There was this character who was like the nerdy, shy one, and it was played by Sarah Hyland. So she's the one who plays Ooh. the oldest sister in Modern Family. Oh, so Modern Family. Like... Oh, sorry, keep going. Okay, I like Modern we'll Family. We'll go there next. We'll go there next. Right, okay. But she was like, she was pretty. Like she was a pretty character, but like she was, she was, she was dressed up to not be pretty and she was um she ends up being like a villain at the end of the movie like she ends up turning on all of the vampires because no one ever notices her beauty and no one ever like like it becomes this whole thing where like this guy who she like was never noticed by who she wanted him to take her virginity she ends up killing him instead and like when she transforms into like the evil vampire she becomes like all like quote-unquote like hot and stuff and like her hair comes out and it's like waves and she no longer needs glasses and it's like why <laughs> and like like her whole that was her whole arc was that she never felt and you know what again i think like you see a lot of potential like where like i wish the writers went somewhere with it because her feelings of inferiority were valid right like like you could have done something different with that ex- instead of just making her turn into an evil vampire that like, like just dies like the character dies in the end because like oh, of course spoiler. She's... i was gonna watch sorry. it wow oh so <laughs> spoiler, but like i don't know like I, I those kind of tropes were like mm-hmm. they have the potential to kind of go somewhere like you've introduced this topic of inferiority and like i guess pretty privilege in a sense if you want to maybe stretch it but then you kind of just like cut it short and you don't do anything yeah. with it and it's like like you almost hit the point of like like good genuine yeah. development like, like there's a I don't know like you almost hit the point where it's like why is beauty so valuable blah, blah. exactly but you completely miss it you make the ugly girl quote unquote ugly girl hot she completely like Princess everything completely, yeah like 
it's like you could tackle such a big thing like why do you only mm-hmm. value people that are attractive but then mm-hmm. instead of doing that you just kind of be like oh i'm attractive Celebrate. now i'm gonna exactly. kill you for not taking my virginity die i don't know yeah <laughs> okay um, modern family go yes i really liked modern family like each um i don't know if you watch it it, it just follows like a modern family and there's like three families and then like i guess like the main family they had like two daughters and like a son but um the two daughters Haley, the older one she's like i don't she's like the dumb ditzy one and then um alex is like the middle child she's like the smart one and like yes they play into like i don't know the tropes i guess but they they like go further than that like you can see that <laughs> Haley's not just like the dumb popular girl like she has interest she likes photography she's good at photography she yeah, like yeah, she yeah. can take these girly interests of hers and do good with it like she she's mm-hmm. working at like companies for like fashion and stuff like she's she's going yeah, far yeah. with being a girly girl you know what i mean yeah because yeah. everyone's yeah. like oh she's so dumb she's just she just gotta find a um, rich husband you know she's pretty yeah, 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 yeah. For her. but she i don't know i liked seeing that she did something like they like i guess mm-hmm. she, like her character amounted to something like she was able to do more than just like Without having to lose her, mm-hmm. yeah, like she initial. was, like yeah. she was still like. And she dumb didn't and do ditzy, the thing where she but... settled for like anything, you know. Yeah. She yes, oh my gosh, yeah. And then um, with Alex, Settling. she was like the nerd, right? But she was still like, she was still pretty. You know what I mean? Like people didn't, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, Haley made fun of her outfits, but like I don't know, that's your older sister for you, I guess. But mm-hmm. I don't know, she was still able to be more than just like a nerd. You know, like she was yeah. a nerd with interest. You know what I mean? I liked when they started, when she got older and they started to, like, she, they had her, like, embrace her sexuality more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. became like, an actual woman, like, a yeah. normal person, you know? Like, but she never, but there was never a part in Modern Family that I, I remember, at least, that she threw away, like, her academics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, there, were, there would be, like, herself. parts, there would be, like, an episode or so, but then she'd get, she'd realize that she, like, messed up and she, and she shouldn't do that. Like, it yeah. was, there was mm-hmm. never, like... I don't know. She would she would do something dumb, but she would learn from her mistakes. You know, like it wouldn't be. Permanent. And that's human, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I remember. Okay, I don't. I know this is you're. We're mainly gonna be talking about fictional characters in here, but I remember um, when the actress who plays mm-hmm. um, Alex when she because she grew up on camera, right? Yeah. She got like, emancipated, right? Yeah, I remember. But I I remember so heavily how much backlash she faced. Because Emma mentioned, like, as she started to embrace her sexuality. Because, like, she's a, she's an adult now, yeah. I think. Yes, she think. is. She's, like, in her 20s now, I think. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, in her 20s now. And I think that's a really um, interesting aspect of women in media, especially women in media that grow up in the media, where, like, they kind of hit an age where, like, they're adults now. They're not going to be the same as they were when they were 12. But, like, and I think you see that, you see that with a lot. I'm, I'm kind of going all over the place. I apologize. But, like, no Disney yeah like the remember Disney their guys? purity rings no they they were uh like a while ago a bunch of them were like made to wear purity rings like the jonas brothers had to wear purity rings oh i, I remember that and, like i think i remember that like when it was like early 2000s ish or maybe yeah, not you wear jewelry to just basically say that you're not gonna have you're gonna save yourself for marriage. Yeah, and I remember, okay. I remember they they were wearing, they had to wear them when they were in Disney shows. But I think as soon as they like left Disney, they took them off. And then, oh my god, I remember everyone went crazy over it. It was, yeah, um, yeah. Just but it's like, just the idea that like I guess child actors, especially Disney stars, because I feel like when you grow up in the media and you kind of evolve, because I feel like it's very hard for society to understand that women evolve and that women can have more than one personality trait. I know I talk about that a lot, but like, I feel like you see that a lot in media. Like when the character does evolve, they have to sacrifice everything that they had before. Like you see that in any sort of makeover transformation movie, show, book, where the character kind of ends up having to lose what they were before in order to attain this new, like quote unquote, like this typically beauty like typically like this quote-unquote like more enhanced beauty of like looking more like a princess you know and I was always like you know it never resonates because that's not how you actually evolve and grow because you don't lose that like or if if you're not losing it you're told that you don't need it anymore Mm -hmm. so 
I don't know. Like, but I think there's, I think there's a lot more women, especially in movies, um, that are kind of embodiment of a lot of different facets of women, like uh, Natasha Romanoff. Ooh, yeah. Oh, she was. I wanted to be her so badly as a child because, like, I felt like one of the first female superheroes that I don't know if. I don't want to say one. Yeah, one of the first, sure. One of the first like mainstream like movie superheroes. Yeah, yeah, and like one of the first main superheroes in the MCU was like strong, kick woman, intelligent, funny, and like like she was just she was she was she was her. Yeah, and that was that was that was it. Like that was just, and she was never like reliant on someone else. Like she was her own like Mm -hmm. person. Like she wasn't villainized. Yeah, like she wasn't weaker or anything. Like she was, she was like on, like on par with like the men on the team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she wasn't the damsel in distress or anything. Like she, she didn't like mm-hmm. mess up something or mm-hmm. anything because she was the one. And like, she never had to go through that phase where like you know, and stuff where like it's a girl going onto an all guys team where the girl always has to like they always the guys always doubt them until there's like this mission and then she saves them and then suddenly mm-hmm. they respect her. Like she kind of she had respect. She had in the respect from yeah. the get go. Yeah, like she was. But I like that a lot. Like she's she was like the pine like not pioneer. That's the wrong word. But she was like an OG. You know, like yeah. They, and they so planned many, like, they strong... planned it with her in mind. Like they're like, mm-hmm. yo, Natasha, you available? Can you get this green man? And then she was like, okay. You know what I mean? Like she was mm-hmm. she was part of the beginning. Like yeah. she wasn't she wasn't thrown in or whatever. She was like there you know like i feel like marvel has a lot of very good female characters um mm-hmm. i oh, some of them do rely on like being sex you know like nothing wrong with it but their their sexuality is heavily featured as like mm-hmm. a part of their markability you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you can typically tell when when you like i feel like as a girl you typically can tell when a character's sexuality is like their genuine sexuality like it's it's just them as a character yeah. versus like what it's being used for like, mm-hmm. like you can see the different ways natasha is portrayed in movies based on what um like i don't know depends on Vision the movie that they had for her yeah like um yeah. in iron man she's like hot hot seductive girl you know obviously yeah, yeah. like that's part of her character but that that's like a lot of what she is at the beginning like before the avenger like that's true that's true that's true she is like i guess yeah like she's still like a strong character but it's not the focus on the fact that she's strong at the beginning it's the focus on that she's like sexy you know what i mean yeah 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 like you look at the movie posters i remember someone showed the comparison even between like winter soldier and widow posters even just how they edited her body to have very like the hourglass mm-hmm. And like now the like unzipped, like, unzipped top, like down to yeah, 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 yeah. versus like the zipped off, zipped up. Yeah, top. yeah. Like, like if you the- if you watch like Endgame and like like the the last Avenger movies, like the third and fourth one, there's a really mm-hmm. big difference between those and then the first two, based on like like the way they treat Natasha's sexuality. They costumed her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like obviously like her sexuality is a big part of a character, but it like it's not the only. Mm-hmm. focus in the later two movies you know what i mean like do you remember the scenes yeah. in um the second one where like her and hulk are just kaboom lands on hulk uh, like pressed against him and he's like yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you know you know what i mean like it's <laughs> it's just like like it's so obviously playing into the fact that she's like a hot girl lying on it's like the nerdy yeah, boy yeah. and hot girl i don't know like oh, yeah. um, i think the person that directed that movie is known for these tropes like like in um Whatever movie, was like Justice League, Justice League movie he directed or something. Justice League, yeah. yeah um, oh. The exact same thing happens with like um, Flash. Wonder and Woman is Flash. Wonder Woman, yeah. Like she lands on him, and he's like, oh. and like, it's like the nerdy, flustered guy, and like the hot girl. Like I don't know, man's projecting. Like okay, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. like I don't know. In two movies that you directed, like, I hate that trope. I hate whenever whenever someone falls on top of someone else and it's just like clearly like just for the like for, for the, like the body on body like ooh yeah yes. like the like yeah. ooh like I hate that so mm. much yeah but. you like speaking of different portrayals of women whose sexuality is a part of the character you can look at um Birds of Prey versus Suicide Squad I didn't yes. watch Birds of Prey but I've seen clips of it and I don't know like 
Harley is I still like I guess on it. yeah she's like still sexy in Birds of Prey you know like like mm-hmm. sexy is still part of her character but it's not like there's more to her you know because in the first mm-hmm. movie she's like yeah I want to change at the airport and then yeah you it's know more I mean? autonomous mm-hmm. like, like it feels like sexuality is the character yeah, like it's her not costume design mm-hmm. like her sexuality is enforced as like you guys should watch this movie because um Margot Robbie is like naked in it but. <laughs> And then versus like um, versus Prey, where it's like you should watch this movie because Margot Margot Robbie, whatever I forget what's her name. Mar- Margot Robbie, Robbie, right? Yeah, right. she's like uh, she's she's playing a very cool character. Do you know what I mean? Like the difference between yeah. the, like the way it that more, mm-hmm. like they're written to embrace their sexuality, like we said about Alex, because you know that's like an important th- thing for women to have. But exactly, you know, making that the only thing or doing it in a way to cater to men, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the um. Like, there, I, I don't know. There's definitely a very large amount of uh, female characters in, like, mostly, like, not mostly, like, just in, I guess, mainstream media where both, where, like, everyone's going to be watching it that do a lot of sexuality. And it's, like, I don't know. It's, it's, like, yeah, empowerment. Like, you can be sexy and mm-hmm. still be, like, a badass, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, every single one. And it's, like, because they know that, Oh. A female character isn't like sexy. Yeah. Some people won't want to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. We can talk about Captain Marvel. R- regardless of yeah. whether or not um people think it's a good movie, a large I don't she was like one of the first like female superheroes, I guess, that didn't really rely on their sexuality. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it yeah. was like or or maybe like it I don't know. It it focused on being Focused on the character. Yeah. Well, she wasn't in a relationship in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The re- back to Natasha Romanoff for a second. Whatever they were trying to do with Bruce Banner in Age of Ultron, it was so like I felt like that really just tainted her. Not like I don't want to say tainted her character, but like the whole that whole movie. It was awkward. Like I love Age of Ultron. Like I think it's like in concept one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies. But, like, what they were doing there were her whole, like, I can't have children, I'm a monster. Like, that whole thing, I was like, come on. Yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. really awkward to watch the scenes between her and, like, Hulk. Like, I like I get that that dude's, like, manners are pretty awkward dude. But I don't know. It, it just felt really awkward to watch. It felt so forced. Because, like, they were not, like, I felt like they were way more compatible as friends. And they just were like, I think it was kind of like, they needed to put a love interest in somewhere because there's always a love interest in superhero movies. Yeah. And like Tony had Pepper, Cap Cap was like dealing with his own stuff. They're like, okay, who do we got left? Oh, and Hawkeye was married. Like, who's left? Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. It's like Baron, it's like um, it's like when you <laughs> like when people start shipping random characters just because they're the only single ones left. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you know when like like it, it seems like something like I don't know, a random fan would do like, oh, guys, Natasha and Bruce are so lonely. I think they should date. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yes. Just, I'm pretty, so I'm, I don't know if it's, if I'm just making this up, or but I swear I read like a thing where both the actors for the characters are like, yeah, it was awkward or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they're like really just good friends in real life. Yeah, I don't, I just, it, it feels awkward when, like, female characters are kind of just pushed to be a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, like, when, like you're, when you're watching it, and, and it's just like, oh, are we really doing that right now? I mean, like, You can feel it coming. You like, you can feel it. You can feel it. Like, I, I watch shows now, and, okay, I'm going to use this big word that I'm going to tell me. I'm going to say dichotomy. The, di- the female dichotomy where it's like a woman is either like the pure like damsel in distress or they're like this really sexual villainized type character and I feel like you don't see it as much anymore but you see kind of like undertones of that in a lot of characters and I feel like when you watch shows um, at least for me like when I watch new shows I can automatically kind of feel I'm like oh this character they're gonna go this route they're gonna do that trope mm-hmm. with this character oh, this character's going to be this character trope and they're going to do this with this character. Like, it becomes very predictable and unentertaining because there's no depth. 
but I, I feel like i feel like we are improving upon that i feel like shows have definitely improved upon that and i feel like i see um because we kind of we i feel like we kind of went from that phase of like girls being heavily dependent on a male character you know like they're just there to be the boy that's not the boyfriend sorry the girlfriend mm -hmm. the wife the love interest to like girls who have no love interest whatsoever which is fine like and that was a great change to see like that they aren't so dependent on it but now i feel like we're seeing a good blend of like they they can have um relationships and dependencies mm -hmm. on other characters yeah. but they're still their own character yeah like a lot right? of a lot of like female characters are like at the ends of extremities you know like yeah like, yeah like oh i need a man versus like i don't need a man i'm by myself and i'm so strong but you can also be strong and not need a man but you can also like you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah or sorry be strong and like have you know what i mean like it's just yeah. like yeah the, I, the extremes never never the medium mm -hmm. i saw this quote i i don't remember it properly but it was like um as a girl you kind of well i don't know i i resonated with it because i feel like i went through that phase where you're you're kind of like the independent woman don't need no man like i'm a, i'm on my own like but you you want affection and you want love but to kind of and 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 it's okay to want that but it it kind of feels like as a result of the extremity of the like super independent super like girl boss characters to admit to that is like admitting to weakness yeah and like... it, and it just further pushes the idea that like those i guess quote unquote softer feelings and traits are something that yeah. um make you less of a person or a character yeah. and those like softer weaker traits are often associated with like the more like very feminine very like mm -hmm. like femininity and like i guess like the further you like the more like badass and independent you are is like for example in like movie characters the more like the the further they the further they distance themselves from like female characteristics like typical female characteristics that you would mm -hmm. see in like a typical like i don't know just like more feminine more things yeah. that are associated with femininity and the more they stray away the more cool they are the more badass they are and then when they start like they can't associate with those feminine traits or else they're mm -hmm. no longer badass they're no longer cool and I don't know, yeah. like, once again, we talk about, like, the villainization of femininity in, like, our past episodes, and you can also still see that here, like, like, the, once again, like, the Tom girls are cool, like, the bad independent girls are cool, like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can't, like, there isn't a lot of, like, cool, very feminine characters that people would, like, like, when you think of, like, strong women in media, you think of, like, Black Widow, you think of, like, very cold non-feminine woman mm, because, true, a, because a feminine woman could never be like strong like yeah, i don't that's know like, I that's that why totally class. spies is good because yeah, totally spies because... they're all girly they like you know traditionally they're like, they're set totally as girly like things and yet they're also really powerful they're really smart but they do make mistakes they do you know have complicated stories yeah, yeah. And their gadgets were all, like, makeup items. And I found that so cool. Like, I wanted those gadgets so badly as a kid. Like, those, like, like the the lipstick taser. And, like, oh my the, gosh. And, like makeup the mirror. That, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... I miss it. it, it should it, rewatch it. It feels like if I were to try to, like, put it into, like, an image, as a child, it's kind of like, like, growing up, it was like I was looking in, on one towards... Uh, this female character that was so um like flat and i just couldn't relate to them like because they didn't embody what i was feeling and then as time progressed it got closer and closer and closer and closer to what i am but then it never stopped it kind of just shot to the other side then mm -hmm. and now i'm left with this character that feels so unattainable but i feel like i have to attain to yeah like do you want like oh you say you're like a feminist well how come you don't you aren't like this super cool bad feminist character and then it's yeah. like and it's like the extreme like on the other end of like no feminine traits whatsoever do you know what i mean like the people who are like it's oh, like why would you want to be a housewife aren't yeah, you like a feminist like, yeah like, like oh up. if you're such a feminist why do you want to do like blank like disrupt the male thing going to you know, like back again like we're, we're there's a lot of crossover between our episodes like um like to be progressive 
you can't be you like you can't be feminine like it, it like it goes like a 360 like you you're so close to like hitting the point of like women can do what they what what want to do there's no like set bound to who yeah. they can be went around it and came all the way back and now Just, it's, it's bad like, to be feminine two sides of the same coin yeah it's and yeah it's like the whole idea of like I, I don't feel like women are able to retain their um like I don't feel like I feel like we're not able to retain more than one like ideal concept image mm-hmm. right yes. like and it's and it's like definitely reinforced through the things we like watch like mm-hmm. growing up right now as adults etc yeah because it's, it's it's shown as a positive thing like it's always considered positive like I'm using the makeup makeover trope again like it's a positive thing that she no longer wants to read books and she's putting her hairs down or it's a positive thing when like she stops wearing makeup and she's like super smart and cares about her her smarts now and like like you never or not never but like it's very rare to see a one where it's like they discover the other thing and they blend them together Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's just it's it's rough out here i don't know (laughs) it's complicated Mm -hmm. because it's like and it's also like not one trope it's like it goes both ways, like nerd to pretty, pretty to nerd, etc. And then it's like confusing. It's like, okay, so which one is like the good one? Which one is the one I want? And there's all the ones in yeah. between. Yeah, like exactly. you have like the hipster, the, the god, oh, yeah. the, the wallflower. But they never have a main like... character. That's true. Like they never get written as a main character because for some reason, to the, I guess writers, they're not interesting enough. I guess, but there's so much depth that can be written, but people are too lazy mm-hmm. to develop female characters. That's true. I feel like the idea of like who you see in media as portrayed as like the good girl you know what i mean like like the good girl is never girly the good girl is never too smart the girl girl the good girl is never like like good good as in like likable like the likable girl is like never likable by other characters yeah like i, I, I don't mm-hmm. ever usually like the girl that they typecast like that. like tori vega there's like i don't know i feel like she got away with so much because she wasn't she wasn't girly like she wasn't yeah. she wasn't like cat she wasn't like jay she wasn't like trina she was like like a tomboy but still like you know what i mean feminine when she needed to be no okay i don't know it like like she was a type of character that like put down the other characters do you know what i mean pardon Pick me character. I don't. I don't want to use the term pick me. It's just like because we talk about how a lot of the f- characters we see are on the extremities, and the the ones that we don't see that are that are in the extremities, kind of like poop on the extremities. You know what I mean? <laughs> like poop on like yeah. different types yeah, of yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like um, sure. Trina Vega was like a pretty good mix of like this and like everything, but she's still like depending on what narrative fits the episode better. She would like. Be more tomboy like or be more girly, you know what I mean? Like she Tori. What did I say? Trina. Oh, sorry, Tori. Yeah, like Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think she was a true medium character. I don't think we've seen a true medium character because a medium I don't know, like she she bounced back and forth between the extremities based on what fit the char- the episode better. And yes, that's a point like that's a part of like media. You can't it's yeah. it's hard to say anything because it's like what it's not necessarily like about the character it's about what sells or like what fits the plot line better mm. but like mm. it's just like characters like that it's just it's like the quirky girl you know what i mean yeah that's a, it's a very hard it's just shallow yeah. yeah shallow with new characters like yeah like the character like the girl that's written to be the likable girl because she i don't know she's like one of the boys but she's like pretty also but yeah she's, but she's not the prettiest because the prettiest girls mm-hmm. are stupid and like shallow oh. and rude but she's not she's yeah. also smart but she's not nerdy because the nerdy girls are weird and they have braces and headgears and retainers and like glasses and she yeah. she um she's like cool but she's not like but she's still like awkward and like cutesy you know she's like socially anxious mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like you know, like we talk about how we want like a medium but it's it's like this Does is like it the, exist? this is like the opposite of a medium. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 
I think I, I don't even think I want a medium. I just want a character with depth. Like, give me a character on the extremities. Just give me a reason for why they're like that. Don't just mm -hmm. slap it on yeah. them and just be like, we're done here. Like, the medium that we get with Tori Vega characters is not like a true medium of like embracing different aspects. It's taking different aspects and putting down other aspects. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. Kat was pretty girly. Like, like, her character yeah, it's a was... lack of extremes mm -hmm. but it's like bland not necessarily yeah because it's... it doesn't feel genuine mm -hmm. it's like yeah. it's, instead of incorporating different parts of extremities they just took out everything and just have like tori vega which is i don't know <laughs> and i feel like that's why a lot of characters like tori vega and like twilight sparkles etc like the main character <laughs> girls instead yeah. of embracing different parts of being a girl they just take away everything and they just pick different parts that fit the episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a just... really hard concept to explain, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know, as any girls listening to this, I feel like you can definitely see, like, like, I think Carly from iCarly was one of the better ones because she didn't really put down other girls as much. Mm-hmm. They were like... It because like her and sam were still really good friends like she stuck up for sam there's episodes like there's remember that one episode where she's like okay i'm gonna give sam a girly girl makeover because she likes this boy but then when yeah. sam like says that she doesn't like it or she like expresses like that she does not want that's it awkward. like carly's like oh no just try it one time but like at the end of the day she's like no sam is not a girly girl and that's fine because she doesn't she have to be it. yeah, yeah, yeah and she yeah. accepts it and sam <laughs> goes on a date with a guy with fries in her bra and it's all like it's all good, all good. You know? yeah 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 like like, I don't know, like, Twilight Sparkle, I don't know, I don't remember that much, but it's just character, I don't know, I don't know, like, ugh, it's, it sounds contradictory, because we were just talking about the extremities, and then we were talking about, like, the quirky girl who's not any of these extremities, it, it feels it's like, it feels, it feels, it feels like we're going that... against what we just said about, like, not finding characters that are available with, like, depth. But these characters don't have depth. Like, they're in them. Like, I, don't I know. think that's the common denominator. I think it's not necessary. Like, sure, the extremities are part of it. But I feel like at the end of the day, at least for me, like, if there's no real reasoning behind why these characters have these traits, then it falls flat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think it shows that, like, the media kind of, like, they tried this, didn't really work. They tried this, didn't really work. It's still falling short. What are we missing? And you're missing depth. Yeah, but at also at the same time, I like back to Tori Vega because she's a really I don't know. I think she just Good exemplifies example. it. It it like within the cast, like within the male cast, they none of them find her annoying. But at different points in the episode, they always find another female character annoying. Like when Beck gets mad at when when Jade starts being like super like Jade like Beck gets annoyed, and who does he turn to? He turns to Tori. He gets with Tori. I feel like when... Tori is just the embodiment of what non-women think, or people who yeah. don't experience like, like hmm, woman. How, how can we make a character that, if you're not like those other characters, that you can see yourself in this character? Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll just put this this person yeah. here. Like it's very. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those female characters that you could just tell is not written by a woman yeah like yeah. like i like She's i don't like think any woman yeah. like i don't think any of the other characters were written by women but at least they had a personality you know like <laughs> like they were extremes but maybe least... that's what it is maybe they just can't manage more than one maybe like non-women or like not people who who haven't experienced what it's like to be a woman <laughs> they can't manage characters with more than one personality trait and that's why we always get them and when they do try it it ends up being it's like too much yeah like i don't know i just though jade and cat are extremities there's a reason why they're everyone's favorite characters because because tori is so boring she's literally there as like the back okay no that's mean but like yeah like when 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 cat and tori have that same boyfriend or whatever do you remember that thing where yes. And then, and it's like, Tori was like the more manageable girl, like, cause Kat was too, like, I don't know, she's carrying on a wagon of bibble, like, what are you gonna do? You know what no, I mean? She's so it's, funny, I love her. I don't know, like, the fact that she was so bland that she was likable, like, that, no, okay, the fact that she everyone just... liked her make, made her bland, you know what I mean? Cause it's, like, honestly, That's if you true. met Tori Vega in real life, I don't know. 
Like, well, you also have to take into consideration, like, when you watch these things, you're, like, under the age of 10. Mm-hmm. I know. But, and, just, but like, I watched, I rewatch episodes now, and I'm like, man, if I met this girl in real life, like, I, we we would just not vibe. Yeah, because unlike, like, oh, I don't, I don't want to keep comparing um, Victorious to iCarly, but unlike iCarly, there is no, com- like, there's a competition between the girls in Victorious versus in iCarly, they're like they like, just they just accepted that like they're different, but in in um in Victorious, That's true. it was I don't know just the because like, like Tori the... and Jade were not friends and yeah. like Tori and Kat were like not really that great. Like yeah, like it was it was funny that Tori found Jade like like it was funny that Tori found Kat annoying. It was funny that like Tori Ooh. hated Jade because on the first... yeah like, they never had they were never yeah they were yeah like I don't know like the. I just, I don't know. Her friendships were with the, well, I think Tori's main friendship was with Andre. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I think was arguably probably the best relationship Tori had with another character in that show. Like, I don't know, like, it, they put Tori on such a pedestal where she, like, looked down on the other girls. Like, she pitied them. Like, oh, poor Sam. Like, poor Cat. She's so stupid. And poor Jay. She's so scary, you know? Like, they put her on a pet- Like, I can't explain it. She's not- She's not- She's not equal with the other girls. She she was put above the other girls. She's the main character. Sure. No, but still- No, not even, like, the fact that she's a main character. Just, like, the way that she viewed them. Yeah, like I, I, know what you're, I know what you're them. saying. I know what you're saying. I think I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is enough um, Tori slander. I'm sorry if anyone likes Tori. <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't like her at all. Yeah, I I, I don't... I know you. I know why you're... I, 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 I empathize with your struggling because I never... I can't verbalize why I don't like her either. Because I feel like there's not enough, like... Again, like, to use the word deaf, like, there's not enough... Like, when I talk about why I don't really like Tori, it sounds very superficial because that's all there was to her character. Like, I mean, I've never seen Victorious, but I, I feel like it's just us being sick of such unrealistic characters. Like, you can't have someone that likable, but so mean, you know? That's true. Yeah, imagine if you were that mean to another girl, like, you would, you would not like you. Yeah. But, uh, it's been fun talking yeah i think we hope one day we get a character who is strong but also i guess isn't too stubborn or prideful to multi-dimensional yeah Yeah. like just like i don't know like i feel like every single girl listening to this you can agree that you're not just one stereotype like i feel like exactly i think that made it Sorry, sorry, with, sorry. With like ahead, male characters, they're I don't know, like they're allowed to be more than like one type of male character, and like mm-hmm. yes, there are instances where they do play into like one role, but it's nowhere near as like big as like female characters playing into one female role. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like you could still like, even though they do that in media, you don't expect like guys in real life to adhere to one single typecast. Whereas I feel like because of the way that women are portrayed in media. It's like we're not people. We're just yeah, like like additions, like props. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did like, any of you it. go through that period where you were like, okay, well, what girl am I supposed to be? Because I feel like I definitely did. Where I was like, I I, I kind of like found a singular facet of a girl that I saw in the media that I was like, okay, this is close enough, and I'm just gonna be like, okay, this is my personality now because this is the only personality that I'm allowed to have. Yeah, like yeah, definitely came from the way that women are portrayed in media. Like um. I don't know. Growing up, I was like, "Oh, I want to be a girly girl because I think I think it's I think pink is pretty color." Blah blah blah. And then you get like bombarded with like, "Oh, girly girls are so stupid. You have to be a quirky girl, a nerd to be like, I don't know, like because there's slander. so many there's like so many like movies about how being a nerd is like the best type of girl. Well, at least like when we were kids, there were definitely movies like that. Mm-hmm. And it, and then it was like, "Oh, well, now I can't be a girly girl because I want to be smart. So I guess I gotta be a nerd." And then it was like, oh, but nerds are so ugly. I don't want to be ugly. So what do I do? Oh my god. And like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's, As a 12 year old, that's a lot to compute. It's weird because it's not necessarily choosing who you want to be based on what you like. It's choosing what you want to be based on how many people hate that type of person. You know what I mean? Like, 
if so many people hate girly girls, you don't want to be a girly girl. If so many people True. hate nerds, you don't want to be a nerd. If people hate, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Like, now, if you if you wanted to be a visco girl or whatever, people hate on you. Like, you, I don't know. You can't yeah. be a visco girl. People hate visco girls. Can't be, like, a like a alt girl because people hate alt You know what I mean? Just, like, different yeah. types of, I don't know. You gotta yeah. pick. But then if you pick one, as soon as you pick it, people start hating it. And then you gotta pick another one. People hate that one. And then it's like, Because all the I? girls see that, like, oh, this this type of girl is being accepted right now. And then everyone's like, oh, all the girls are doing that? No. And then they move and you're like, okay, well, now I gotta go here. And it's like... <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it's, like, I remember, I remember seeing TikToks of, like, take a picture of yourself at the beginning of quarantine or, like, beginning of last year and then, like, one now. And, it, like, there's such a drastic transformation. Like, but so many of them went from um, Visco Girl or, like, you know, like, checkered bands, like, white, mm-hmm. like, white t-shirt or tank top to, like, I don't know, rib, like, ripped jeans, fishnets monster drinks and like these are i don't know it just you can see the trends and you can see like the hatred that follows i don't know you know what i mean yeah and it, it, a lot of it is media is responsible for it 100 percent because especially with the degree to which we consume media now and all the different types of forms of media where like it you still just like you can never accurately ca- i feel like you can't accurately capture a human being in media but we can understand that for male characters or like non like we can understand that from yeah i'm gonna say we can understand that for male characters better than we can understand that for female characters because you kind of expect women to adhere to the these different typecasts mm-hmm. more than you would expect a man to mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so but i think that is all that we have to share about women in media and how women's portrayal in media has kind of shaped our views and affected us are there any want to give any last comments um or... sorry if you like tori i kind of went hard on her <laughs> you can like tori like say something i want to know yeah tell like, me why you like her yeah but well, i don't think anyone does okay <laughs> um... all right thank you so much uh for watching uh be sure to follow us if you're listening on apple Podcasts or on spotify Uh, subscribe if you're watching us on youtube and be sure to follow us on our instagram and our tiktok at calf combos podcast and we will see you guys next time Bye -bye. bye thank you